Well, hello there, it's Prawny here. Sorry we've been off air for a couple of days, just dealing with, uh, well, the floods like everybody else. I'm okay, just isolated at the moment where I am in southwestern Sydney, um, not doing anywhere near as bad as people on the mid-north coast and further up into southeast Queensland and over the last day and a bit, uh, those in Sydney. Um, although, you know, uh, nearby to me, we've got uh, at least one house that's gone under the Nepean River. Um, thoughts to everybody who live uh, along those floodplain areas of Richmond and Windsor. Uh, I'm not too far away from Warragamba Dam, and I can hear it spilling literally as I lie asleep at night. It almost sounds like I'm near the ocean. It's There's that much water being released at the moment. And our thoughts go to everybody who's lost property and, of course, those who have lost loved ones. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what the uh, uh, the death rate is, but I believe it's in excess of at least 10 now. And that's just awful, awful. Uh, I always hoped that 2022 would be a much better year. Uh, not so far, not so far. Uh, remember the saying, if it's flooded, forget it. Um, certainly uh, around my area, I've seen people try to take on, even in utilities, try and take on uh, running water. And at least one or two of them have uh, reversed up thinking better. It is just not worth it. All right. Well, just on the, the floods and something that I posted yesterday, which I found interesting, I noticed uh, that there's yet another Appeal, flood appeal. Uh, I think the, the Nine Network it was teamed up with the uh, Red Cross organisation, the Australian Red Cross. Now, I, I noticed and I suspected this to be the case, reluctance in people to donate. Uh, there's been a number of flood appeals and I think most people believe that charities involved are failing to pass on the amount, or certainly all of it. Um, you have to wonder with the Red Cross and others exactly how. You have to wonder sometimes with the Red Cross and others exactly how much of the money that's donated is going to the cause and how much is being taken up by admin, if you like. Look, I understand a big organisation like the Red Cross will have some administration costs, but if uh, the most recent bushfire emergency here in New South Wales has taught us anything, uh, maybe helping on the ground or donating to people you know directly who have been affected by floods might be the best way to go. I don't know what the answer is. I'm certainly not uh, trying to talk down charities, but I just found it interesting that I noticed, particularly in uh, on social media, in comments sections on a number of flood appeals, so many people sort of jumping up and down saying, no, um, I don't trust that the full amount of the money will get to uh, who, you know, who it's, uh, who needs it. Uh, Kevin, I noticed, uh, commented on the post that I put up, there should be no appeal, Marcus. The public own the government. The government should have grown up by now and fund all of the charities. Um, all right, so... I won't be donating this time, says Vicky. All money raised for fires should have been given out to them. That's what the people wanted, and I would like to donate personally. Marg says, I'd also add that 
Vinnies were the first to bail out of feeding the homeless in Sydney, yet a community never stopped. Uh, okay, look, uh, plenty of people saying exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing. Uh, Lee maybe hits the nail on the head. Marcus, charities these days are set up to pay substantial directors' fees. Then there's the admin costs, and of course the 5, 10 or 50% that goes to the collector. Stuff them. Charity starts with your neighbours and ends with those incredible groups that clean flooded houses, repair fences, supply free hay for drought-affected stock, or just turn up to fix windows, paint houses, repair tractors. We know what charity is, and some, unfortunately, will leech off it. Okay, look, yeah, I think in general, people are a little reluctant uh, from what I'm understanding and certainly the messages you're sending through on the uh, the Marcus Paul in the Morning Facebook page. Um, something else I want to, oh, just by the way, a big thank you. I've always, when I've talked about them on uh, on my radio programs, called them the Angels in Orange, and they are. I'm talking about the volunteers from the State Emergency Services. There's nothing stronger than the heart of a volunteer and boy, oh boy, haven't they done a really good job. Uh, the SES, uh, all of the uh, volunteer fireys and everybody else that's been a part, first responders in general. Look, I know that, you know, Ambo's fireys in general, most of them, police certainly, they all get paid. But there are a lot of volunteers and there's no way known that we would ever get through these natural disasters here in our country without the, the heart of the volunteer and the strength in numbers of people who volunteer. If you've never done it before, I'd suggest that maybe you do. Either join your local SES or your local rural fire brigade and give something back to the community. Speaking of giving back, I noticed that the Queensland government uh, made all toll roads free until midnight on March the 6th. So that's at the end of this weekend. And I just thought, well, I wonder whether the New South Wales government would do the same. No, nothing. I've heard nothing about it. Um, I don't know why. Queensland can do it and New South Wales can't. Uh, it's a shame because a lot of people uh, would do with toll relief at this time. There's no doubt about that, particularly those that have, you know, been hit hard by business uh, businesses going underwater and business and people in general. Uh, you know, with the, the flooding that we've had a, you know, alert in effect for most of uh, Sydney to stay home. We've had nearly half a million people put on a, an alert to evacuate 500,000 odd people in the last 24, 48 hours. So I can't understand why they can do it in Queensland. You know, make all tolls free for a few days as an act of grace, but uh, they certainly don't seem to be keen to do that in New South Wales. All right, something else I wanted to touch on was uh, the United Australia Party. You know how they're telling everybody in their advertisements, uh, and I love all of the trolling on their advertisements. I, I don't endorse graffiti or vandalising any political uh, signage, but I know plenty of people have been doing it. I mean, they, they just stand out to be uh, almost written over with black ink, don't they? Those yellow and black posters. Have you noticed on the bottom of them? Apparently, all of the paraphernalia, the promotional paraphernalia from the United Australia Party, it comes from China, uh, Guangzhou province in China, for goodness sake. I mean, how 
hypocritical and ironic as that of uh, Clive Palmer and his United Australia Party telling everybody to support Australians, put Australians first, and they don't even support Australian industry. I mean, can't you have them done at Snap Printing or a local printing uh, organisation so the money stays here in Australia, Clive, rather than flogging it off overseas? Anyway, uh, yeah, and then... What about the ridiculous situation, the report the other day? I mean, I don't know how this uh, man thinks. You know, in this day and age, with a, uh, a an independent province country under attack from uh, U uh, Russia, I'm talking about Ukraine, um, and what does Clive Palmer do? He goes and buys Adolf Hitler's uh, what his old Bentley or whatever. I'm not a car person. Uh, I mean, does he not think of the optics? Do these... People with lots of money not quite know how to read the room. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, at least he's recovered from COVID. Unlike Prime Minister Scott Morrison or Scovid, as people have been, like me, referring to him as. Look, I don't wish it on anybody because, and I, I want to be serious about it, of course, that people can pass away from COVID. Um, I hope the PM recovers. I'm pretty sure he will. He'll, you know, certainly as the, the leader of the country at the moment, he will get the best medical care and he no doubt will recover. But uh, look, I uh, some people very close to me have had COVID-19 and they got very sick. So um, I understand um, how de debilitating it can be. Uh, let's hope he's OK. Also, Chris Minns, the leader of the New South Wales opposition, the Labor Party in New South Wales. Well, Chris he put up a post, I think it was Monday, Monday or Tuesday, that one of his children had COVID-19. And sure enough, just a day or two later, uh, Chris returned a positive rat test. And he was already isolating at home uh, because of being a close contact with one of his kids. But he's contracted COVID-19 himself. So our best wishes to not only the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, but also to Chris Minns, and I hope both recover very soon. Anthony Albanese, by the way, celebrated a birthday, uh, what was it, yesterday? So happy birthday to Albo. I think Richard, was it Richard Miles? No, it wasn't Richard Miles. There was somebody else. Uh, let me know in the, uh, there's your homework. Let me know in the comments below. I know who it is now. It's on the tip of my tongue. I, I won't mention it, but who else uh, from the Australian the federal opposition, federal labour, who else had a birthday? What, the same day as Albo? All right. No, he's pretty well known as well. All righty. Um, now, just something I wanted to touch on. Oh, Barnaby Joyce, before I go on to what we're, something exciting we're going to start next week. Barnaby Joyce, hey, the acting Prime Minister of Australia. What has he done? Well, he's likened the Russian and Ukrainian conflicts to Australia and New Zealand. Only beetroot could do something as stupid as this. He's made a bizarre comparison between Australia and New Zealand while trying to unpack his thoughts about Russia's invasion of the Ukraine. The deputy PM, and by the way, he's a former Kiwi, I'll explain it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, said the aggression was no way to treat a sister country in a bizarre lashing of President Vladimir Putin, who I'm sure is shaking in his boots. This is a disaster. It's like if Australia was going to invade New Zealand. We've got two countries that should be closer to each other than just about anybody else in the world. That's what he said on ABC News Breakfast the other day. He said, I would say Mr. Putin, not the Russians, but Mr. Putin singularly, 
has decided in a totalitarian way to inflict carnage, death and destruction on his sister country. Well, he's right about that. Look, I understand the sentiment. I understand what Barnaby's trying to say. He's effectively saying that Russia and the Ukraine should have a similar relationship to Australia and New Zealand. But in, uh, you know, in in the way Barnaby tries to get things across, it's I think it's lost in the translation, isn't it? Imagine being Barnaby Joyce's media advisor or somebody that worked for Beetroot in his office. You'd be pulling your hair out, wouldn't you, if you had any left? Okay, now, a couple of things. Uh, the uh, the podcast that we were going to do today, in fact, uh, unfortunately, due to the flooding situation, we've had to postpone it. I was uh, supposed to head up uh, into the Hunter and catch up with uh, the Butsman, Isaac Butterfield, uh, but I couldn't get um, out of where I am, and I, I think his videographer as well was stuck up further north. Um, I like the comment he made on the uh, the Facebook page. Prawn, I thought you thrived in these conditions. See you soon. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to try and catch up probably on Monday. Uh, fingers crossed that, you know, things improve. But look, uh, us not being able to do a podcast or a video today is, you know, it's Disappointing for us, but, uh, you know, we're not doing it anywhere near as tough as what people are, of course, in these floods. Uh, So we'll get to that next week. Uh, Also, something exciting starting Monday. I'm going to talk a little bit more about it probably tomorrow and over the weekend, and we'll put some promotional stuff up on the uh, the Facebook page, Marcus Paul in the morning. Um, But I'm going to start putting these uh, little prawn casts, bits of them, um, over the air on a uh, an internet radio station run by two young blokes who I happen to uh, think have done a, a fantastic job uh, on their own initiative, set up a, uh, a, a an online radio station, an internet radio station called Starter FM. They also do a little bit of community stuff out in the Hawkesbury and Richmond area, uh, Richmond-Windsor area, but um, for all intents and purposes, uh, because I want to sort of just keep this thing going and and hopefully, uh, eventually, um, land myself another gig somewhere um, on the FM or AM band. I don't care where. <laughs> um, well, we're going to start running stuff on Starter FM. So it'll be Marcus Paul in the morning. Just going to um, do some voice drops to start it uh, on Monday. Uh, so just little bits and snippets from the news in between some of the music that uh, we'll feature and uh, it'll be hit songs and all the rest of it. So uh, Marcus Paul in the morning coming to Starter FM. Um, now, how do you listen? Well, you can download the iHeartRadio app. Uh, it's on iHeartRadio. Uh, the app, you can download that. A uh, number of other ways, which we'll let you know as well, of course, here on the uh, the face on the broadcast and the Facebook page. But uh, the easiest way, download the uh, the iHeartRadio app and just go to Starter FM and press play, away you go. Or you can do it uh, just online, starterfm.com.au, and listen live that way. Um, I think there are some other ways, but as I say, we will let you know in the coming days. So that might be uh, something you might be interested in. If you're listening to the Prawncast um, and you're on your way to work on Monday between 7 and 9, um, we'll just start it and we'll see if we can <clears throat> build up a, a little bit of a following and if it works and if we can sell it. If you know anybody that might want to buy some advertising or whatever, starting from scratch, um, let us know if we can uh, make it work financially, then uh, we might do some live stuff there. Uh, that's the aim. That's the aim. Just got to start uh, baby steps. 
little baby steps, and then hopefully it'll start to uh, to build up a little bit to the point where we can get some ad advertisers and uh, and we can run it um, making a little bit of, well, certainly, so it's financially viable. All right, so there we go. Um, that's a few of the issues that I wanted to cover today. If you are in flood zone areas, flood affected areas, or wherever you are along the east coast of Australia, just take it nice and easy. Please stay safe. Look after yourself. Look after your neighbours. If you know uh, you have elderly neighbours or people that are alone, just check in on them. Uh, we'll get through it as we always do. Um, but my thoughts go out to everybody who's been affected by these floods. All right, we'll talk again uh, tomorrow and over the weekend. Prawny out. Bye now.